justice table <laughs> in the dim candlelight of oh, your room. Yeah. I just want to welcome you back, Krista, to this week's episode of Back Chat. Um, it's a very romantic episode. Yeah. Yeah, well, my house is just romantic, don't you think? It is, yeah. It has this nice cozy glow to it. Yeah, I like to glow. Yeah, you've got so many little items in here that are antique and it just has a really nice feel. We're drinking out of vintage, um, what, porcelain? Little teacups. Yeah, drinking coffee out of a teacup. That's how I like it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's great coffee. Yeah. Great company. Yes, I just got this little set today, this little peach shiny set. I don't know what this is, but... It looks like something my Nana used to have. And I saw it in this like this, um, I guess it was like kind of an antique slash like thrift store-ish consignment stuff maybe. It's like a mix of things. Okay. It was called The Trading Post on Gibson's. Okay. And um, they had like a full set of like plates. It's like just gorgeous. Um, But it was like $400. So I just got a teacup and a saucer. And I was like, I'm sorry to separate you from your brothers, you know. But you just had to bring it home. I had to. It was like $20 just for the teacup and the saucer. Wow. Yeah. I mean. But it was worth it. A bit of an investment, but it's really nice to look at. Yeah. And you're going to use it probably every day. Yeah. I almost bought two because I was like, maybe one for me and one for Coda. But then I was like, Coda doesn't care about this kind of stuff. So just me. Just for you. And if you calculate, if we do a DPU, a dollars per use factor. Yeah. Um, you use it 20 times. That's a buck of use. Oh, yeah. You'll and I'll easily use it do that. way more than that. Yeah. yeah. Try to get it down. Let's see if we can get you down to like a cent. A cent? A cent per use. Oh, that would be easy. 200 uses? I think so. Right? I don't know. I don't know either. I was like, how many cents in a dollar? 60? <laughs> 94. Yeah. No, if there's 100 cents in a dollar. Yeah. Then if it was $2, that would be 200 uses. So you need to use that 2,000 times. Oh, right. A doy. Yeah. That's so okay. my two um, not strong suits are geography and, and numbers. mathematics. Numbers. Look, I'm just not good with the numbers. You know what's interesting though? You remember numbers better than most people that I know. Like you just spouted oh, yeah. off your Wi-Fi password and it's That's not true. a sequential like sequence of numbers. I'll remember like random things. Like I can remember my like phone number from when I was like a child. Okay. Do you remember yours? I do. What's yours? Uh, 403-843-3612. Mine was 3390473. Oh, okay. I threw the area code in there too. We didn't have area code. Neither did we, but I just felt like <laughs> I should throw it out there because it is the area code. I guess area code was 250, but this is back when we didn't use area codes. Yeah, right? nobody used area codes. Isn't that weird? When did that change? I think, I feel like it changed when the phone lines were privatized, like the phone companies. Oh, really? Yeah, because now it's all privatized, right? Like Alberta used to be like Alberta government telephone, AGT, and then it turned into TELUS. And I think they had like, I I think it was BC Tel out here. Saskatchewan is still government run, so it's still still, um, SaskTel. Oh, crazy. Yeah. SaskTel. Yeah, isn't that cute? It's kind of like a mouthful. It is a mouthful. So is Saskatchewan. <laughs> True. Yeah. I, you just grow up with the complex. Saskatchewan. Yeah. Saskatchewan. But um, so maybe that's it. I don't know. Cause, Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But, Interesting. but because when you dialed long distance, you needed to use an area code then. Yeah. I wonder if like this is like the type of information that like goes away with time. Like when will I forget that number? Because I haven't had that number for over, I mean, like basically 20 years. Here's my thought. If you haven't forgotten it now in yeah. your mid 20s, you yeah. probably will never forget it. 
true. Barring anything unforeseen that happens to you mentally. Yeah. You should, with a sound mind, be able to remember that for the rest of your life. Yeah. This is coming from Dr. Hansen. Dr. Hansen. Yeah, actually, no. Tell me what's my ailment. We shouldn't preface ourselves with that, actually. I should just call myself a memoryologist. Oh, yeah, that would work, There we go. I think that takes out some some legal stress. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if we have any legal issues yet. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, momager. We will be ologists. Yeah, we will stick with that. Forever. I loved your snarky little text to me today like by the way anthropology is this because whatever on a previous episode I was well that was on our 50th episode yeah and it was just it was funny to listen back on um <laughs> yeah we just had to I mean when you think of anthropology your first instinct is just to think about the past yeah but it's like past and present it can be studied but it's not commonly used to define something presently and in your defense our subject matter was from more of like a sociological standpoint. That's right. I was yeah. like, don't try to ology school me. <laughs> Are you ology you shaming can me? You can ology an ologist. Yeah. Okay. Don't even try it. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't. I just wanted to throw that out there. You know. know me. You I know, know me. I know. It's just all about the facts. All about the facts. And the sass. <laughs> we call it sass facts. Fact. Yeah. <laughs> so if you had a fake sponsor today. Yeah. Who in the world would your fake sponsor be? Well, I, since we're at my house, I was yeah. like, what would my fake sponsor be today? And this, so this is a company called The Wild Bunch. Ooh, I like this name already. They're down on like, um, just off of Maine at like, I think it's on 7th and like Quebec or something. Okay. Um, and it's a flower shop. Ooh. It's a beautiful flower shop. Okay. Um, and they have like the most gorgeous bouquets of flowers you've ever seen. And you know how I love plants you do you are a plant lady a plantologist you're a plantologist um or a cure a curator a curator i'm a curator of of organic materials that's right that flower yes that flower i like when they flower and then they die you know yeah it's a beautiful cycle yeah it is it's a cycle called life okay um so I have a bunch of dried flower bouquets above yeah, my bed. I call them your flower carcasses. All my flower carcasses. And they're beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. Um, In a carcass-like way. Yeah. And then I've got like eucalyptus everywhere and stuff like that. But um, they just make the most like... My favorite flowers are wildflowers. Okay. And they make the most beautiful bouquets of like dried flowers, like a mix of things and like... Um, just like little tiny pretty wildflowers oh, with nice. like big like... Um, it's just gorgeous and you yeah. can go in there like so sometimes I just go in and I'm like I would like like a $20 bouquet yeah like so you can kind of give them like just Your a number range. yeah yeah and like you know I always go there if I'm gonna get like a bouquet of flowers for friends or anything like that yeah because it's just like I don't know it's just has that really like wild feeling as opposed to like going and getting whatever the 9.99 bouquet at save on foods yeah exactly right so it's just a little bit nicer plus i love like um i love giving like eucalyptus or like giving like all one kind of like greenery yeah um just as a little like hey how are you type Mm -hmm. of thing here's some greenery here's some greenery been thinking of you right you'd almost think i had some taurus in me almost i feel like that's a very taurus thing to do don't you think maybe. maybe maybe i do have actually a lot of earth in my chart but it's mostly capricorn okay well you're sounding very earthy right now yeah you know um but uh yeah they they just are they're great they're so amazing and they have like really cute little um bouquets in bottles that you can just like go and buy and it's i think they're like 30 bucks yeah 
Um, and like everyone is so lovely there. I've ha- I've met a, f- a few different people there, and yeah. like I don't know, they just take so much care in what they do, and it's like it's really That's lovely. Nice. It's the, just a full experience. And florists are just they're such a special oh, kind of person. They're the best, and, and they're always they, dressed well, and their hair always looks amazing. And don't they always seem so relaxed? So relaxed all the time, all the time, all the time. Like they're just standing, like making bouquets, like making and beautiful things. Flowers. But don't you ever get stressed out with deadlines or you know people? But if you think about it, nobody no. ever comes into a flower shop angry. Like no one, no flowers. one's ever like, I'm so mad, I gotta buy some flowers. Yeah. <laughs> And especially not from like, you know, like a little flower shop that's like, it's, you know, off it kind of, it's not on the beaten path. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like down there by the breweries and whatever. Yeah. And, um, you have to like specifically go there. Whereas I feel like a lot of other florists, like on Davy or something, it's like you maybe get more like people walking in and a little more hectic of a pace, and a little more hectic, but maybe. they're still freaking relaxed. Yeah. Oh, they I, are. They really are. If I were some kind of a massage therapist mm. or like some kind of yes. a relaxologist, okay. my tagline would be like calm as a florist. <laughs> Or like, you know, like my goal would be to make you as calm as a florist. Oh my God. Like, I I feel like this is just trademarked already. Yeah. We're on to something. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. You could have like a flower shop at the front. It's like where the reception is. So like the receptionist is just like making like flower bouquets and you go in and you're like, I'm here for my massage. And they're like, okay, great. Like to have a seat, you know? And Mm -hmm. then at the end they like give you like a little adorable bouquet. That would be nice. Right? Yeah. That would be great. The back chat masseuse the back chat masseuse <laughs> yeah i mean that's not what first comes to mind but um i like this angle it's a lot more wholesome i don't think <laughs> oh my god honestly i don't think i have the hands for it no i we, we don't have the hands for it they get tired we, we can't make all of those bouquets and rub everyone down no that would be way too it much. would be exhausting it would be way too much yeah <laughs> hi coda She's got a little visitor here. Yeah, a little casual walkthrough. Casual walkthrough, yes. Um, but yeah, so that would be my fake sponsor. Nice. Yeah. Also, nice. I, I don't know why we're like talking like this today I, so much. It just, it kind of happened yeah. and then we just went with it. I think it just, it was because it was, it was too, so romantic. We're in a romantic vibe and we're like, you know, and Linda and Christine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's Those the are only, our voices. The only thing we're missing is some turquoise. Yeah, but turquoise. we will get on that. And like, well, we've got the cups though. And you know what? There's enough turquoise in this cup to yeah. make me, yeah, yeah, just yeah. want to linger in the moment. Just that little bit more. Yes, yeah, totally agreed. Well, do you have a fake? Yeah. Speaking of lingering in the moment, I wish I could have lingered in this moment longer last night. Oh. Um. Yeah. So I went. To, my fake sponsor today will be the Queen Elizabeth Theater. Yes. Now I couldn't decide if I wanted the venue to be the sponsor or the show that I went to see to be yes. the sponsor. Right. But Queen Elizabeth Theater, I decided since it's local, it'll be the sponsor. I went to see a show called Come From Away. Come From Away. Come is From Away. A, is that a song? Um, no, that's Come, Come Sail Come Away. Away. Oh. Yeah, by Styx. <laughs> you know what's really funny? I thought of that too. I was like, Come From Away. When I was reading Come the descriptions. So there's a group of us friends and um, my one friend, she is obsessed with like live Broadway musicals. Right. So she buys season's tickets to all the Broadway Canada shows that happen at the Queen Elizabeth Theatre. Lovely. And then there's a group of us that like split these tickets. We go as a group and like you just pay X amount of dollars. Yes. And then you go to whatever shows that you get that are playing. Oh, we go to all of them yeah. during the 
during the year, which is a really nice way to that's get fun. out. It's a fun little night out for everyone. I feel like that's like something that you don't really think about doing, but whenever you do it, it's always really fun. Yeah. And so, um, and like you would never go out of your way. Yeah. Time after time to buy these tickets. So yeah. it's good to pay for everything up front. Yeah. And then you have these dates scattered throughout the year Amazing. and it's like a little treat when they come up. Totally. It's a great, it's is, a, is it expensive? It's actually not that pricey considering it's live theater right. and their Broadway productions right. that are just brought to town. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this particular so one, shows. traveling shows, it's a traveling show, darling. Yes. Yeah. Cause Broadway's not here. <laughs> yeah. No, no, we don't have Broadway. We don't have Broadway. We only have the nine and the nine. So, <laughs> if, um, <laughs> so if I were though, I was reading through all the show descriptions. Mm-hmm. There's, I never would have bought a ticket to the show ever. Mm-hmm. I read the description and essentially what it's about is, um, nine 11. First of all, I hear nine 11 and I just shut off. Yeah. I'm like not interested, Yeah. but, um, so it's about nine 11 when, um, all of the U S airspace right after the event was shut down. Right. So every flight that was in the air had to get grounded somewhere. And there's a small town in Newfoundland called Gander. Yeah. And Ganda, 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 Newfoundland. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, they used to have the biggest airport in North America in Gander. Right. But, um, it stopped being the biggest airport. It used to be a hub. So before when a flight would leave like North America somewhere, it would fuel up in Gander before it went across the Atlantic. Right. But then as technology advanced, airplanes could actually make it across the Atlantic with one tank of fuel. Right. So they no longer needed to stop over in Gander. So the airport. So just... this airport kind of just got desolate and whatever. And then 9 only a few little planes. 9-11 happened. Gander's only a town of like 9,000 people. Wow. And then um, all these planes, like 40 huge planes had to land at the airport and were right. stranded for five days. And it was like over 7,000 people. Oh my God needed to take wow that's like yeah. the entire population that lives there. yeah and they had to take refuge in this town wow. and so it's just a story about you know how the people handled this what they did to pull everything together everybody's stories on the plane so the cool thing about this show is there's i think maybe only maybe 15 cast members right um they play everyone they're on stage the entire time and they switch from being on airplanes to being the townspeople to being like townspeople oh and airplane people. So Every cast work. member is so talented. They switch from Newfoundland accents to Texan accents to like Egyptian Whoa. accents. Like Amazing. it's just like how they represent the whole world. Um, there's no orchestra for this show. The band is actually on stage. Wow. And it's very infused with East Coast style music. So you right. get the jig feel, you have the fiddles in there. And oh honestly, from start to finish, like I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about how amazing it was. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, and it was so nice. I think it, um, one of the big things I liked about it too is it's it's important to spread like messages of unity like that. Right. Even still, because like yeah. you look at the political state and especially like, you know, in the United States, it seems like at least from the media that I'm exposed to, which, you know, you can't trust, but whatever. It seems everybody's so divided yeah, these days, more so than ever. Yes. And so it's nice to see the story of unity and just people coming together and being good. Totally. And it was a Canadian, like it's set in Canada. Yeah. And it just actually made me really happy to be a Canadian. Cute. Like everybody's differences aside. Yeah. Um, it was just, it was fantastic. That's so cute. Yeah. I so best live show I've ever seen. Um, surprisingly. Yeah, totally. I never would have gone to see it did it not come with this package of tickets. Yeah. And I'm so glad I went. And it was really cool. At the very end, um, you know, at the end of most performances, the cast comes out on stage and everybody gives them a standing ovation if the show is good. Well, everybody like stood up to give the staff um, a standing ovation or the cast a yeah. standing ovation. And then the band um, comes out from behind their little perches and they like play a oh, Newfoundland jig. Oh my God, cute. And so the whole audience like starts clapping in unison. Oh my God, and they cute. did like two songs, but like 3,000 people, that's how many the Queen Elizabeth holds. Um, 
um, were all clapping like so enthusiastically for like two whole songs ah! and just the energy it generated in the room. Oh my god, how and fun! And it's on such a high note. It what was such a cool experience. thing to experience. Yeah, That's so cute. I love that. So my, I really my nana it. was from Newfoundland. Really, and she had an accent, the, a, a Newfie accent. The Newfie accent. And then my the, and that was on my dad's side. And then my, on my mom's side, they were from Nova Scotia. So I grew oh, up all wow. around that little East Coast maritimey accent. Uh, and this show literally drips maritime hospitality. So, it's so cute. It's adorable. They're so cute over there. Yeah. My little nanny, she was so cute. She was like, oh, darling, blah, 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 blah. She had this like really cute little voice. Aww. Yeah. She lived to be like 99 years old. Adorable. I know. They had, um, they had a joke in the show. That yeah. was like, um, it was like some lady from the States talking about why people from Newfoundland couldn't tell a good knock-knock joke. And she's like, yeah, you pretend to be from Newfoundland. And she's like, knock-knock. And she's like, come on in. The door's open. (laughs) Just to like show their hospitality. Yeah. That was not a Texas accent, by the way. (laughs) I was like, what was that? But I love it anyway. But yeah, it's adorable. You know what's also crazy is that I was like, 9-11 was 2011, but... No, it was 2001. It was almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Crazy, right? It's insane. And you could really tell too how like how long ago it was because they talked repeatedly in the show about how mobile phones weren't that common. Right. And oh, right. Actually, who did yeah, have them, like, true. So they spent like these people when they landed in Gander, some of them spent 28 hours on the airplane, first of all. Not oh a lot of Yeah. Um, the planes that didn't respond right away to air traffic control were treated like bomb threats. Oh my god. If they left the planes, they would have been shot. The military was there, the RCMP was there. Like it was intense. Whoa, that's terrifying. Um, and nobody knew. And there was no information. Like, and that's only 2001, but just like it was a really big reminder. Like it was a different time. Oh my god. Information that's crazy. access has sped up so much since then. And we talked about this in our 50th episode, but yeah. it's just that was a really good reminder. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Sounds amazing. Makes me want to go to a show. Yeah, you should. You should. This one, that was our last time in town. So, you know, catch a different one. one. (laughs) Next one. We'll catch that next one. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of time, like, like speeding speeding up, um, daylight savings was one. Daylight savings can suck my dick. I hate it. It is the worst. You know, it, but it's like, it's annoying because I, I find that I'm someone who's really affected by daylight savings, whether it's falling back or springing forward. Like yeah. a lot of people are like, oh, it doesn't really affect me, but I find it really Do you find throws though, me off. This is funny. I found I it's always affected me. Yeah. And I think me and you have been on the same page. I find the last couple of years though, more than ever, more people are getting onto our same page yeah. because they have little kids now yeah. and they see the havoc it wreaks on them. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It does. And yeah. it, it, like, I think... Because it happens, it's like twice in a year. So basically every six months, right? Every six months we give ourselves jet lag. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, so then by the time your body like finally gets around to like, you know. Adjusting. Adjusting You're back it, in the other way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. here's the thing. I like when we fall back and we get the extra hour, you literally get an extra hour of sleep that night. Yeah. So if we do ever abolish it, I hope it happens in the fall. Because otherwise we I lose know. this hour forever. So, but, and... What, is that how it would work? Because mm-hmm. if it if this is when daylight savings is starting, then this is where we're like messing with the time. Like, time yeah, is such an illusion, we lost an hour. Yeah, so like, so in the fall we'll get it back. Right. So we need to hold on to that as tight as we so can. So let's hold on to Don't it. Don't let go to the hour. At the end, when we stop, let's keep it. You know, keep, keep it, it in going. the fall. Keep it in the fall. Yeah. And then just like continue it. Although this way is like I just hate having lost the hour of sleep. 
in essence. And I'm more yeah. tired in the morning. I was grouchy today. First Monday back, daylight savings. <sighs> yeah. I'll bet you there were more car so accidents today. today. I read some stats that like there's more heart attacks on this day. Really? Um, Like so many things. People are affected in so many different ways. Yeah. It's not just like a little from thing. This. Yeah. Also, we don't really need it anymore. No. You know, so... I read, Um, this was in the National Post today. Yeah. I read that daylight savings was originally designed by an entomologist in New Zealand. So he would have more time to collect bugs after he was done work. In 1902, I believe. Really? Because I read that it had something to do with farming in the north. Um. Yeah, that's what I, I read in New Zealand. Like it was established so an entomologist could collect more bugs. And then it just took off as a thing. And then, but well, it originally started in ancient Roman times. Okay. They did this. Okay. And then it went away. And then it was adopted again because of the bug collector. And then something in World War One for fuel conservation as well. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? It's so weird. Doesn't it just tell you like how how much like time is just kind of this illusion it's like t- totally something that we've created and like completely it makes me like not like it yeah um i i had heard something about the farming aspect of it too mm-hmm. but saskatchewan abolished daylight savings a long time ago did they yeah i was just gonna say they got rid of it forever if, ago it, if it goes across canada um so saskatchewan got rid of it i don't know about the rest of canada i think maybe saskatchewan is the only smart province that said forget it interesting yeah because they're usually two hours time difference with us and right now they're only one oh yeah interesting interesting so they were the smart ones but i hate it yeah i want to get rid of it i hate it too um they don't have it in really random places too like i know arizona doesn't have daylight savings oh does the u.s do daylight savings too they do all of north america but like certain places have opted out so arizona's out saskatchewan's out so we need to get out of there yeah, let's get out. Let's not do it. Yeah, they do like daylight savings, I think, all over the world. Australia does oh, it, too. Okay. I think um, they, they there is, like, a little bit of a, more of a debate now. Yeah. That, you know, who knows? Maybe it will get some traction. I think so. Yeah. Because, I mean. We want our hour. Yeah. We want that extra hour back. <laughs> it was stolen from us. Yeah. Our biological Give clocks, you know, our our revolving around it yeah my little circadian rhythm yeah um speaking of other things that has nothing to do with it um (laughs) (laughs) that's fine once again segues aren't your strong point (laughs) no only every once in a while but you know what this daylight savings when you do have a good one though like i just love it because it catches me off guard it's true because you always you have the best ones yeah when you shine through it's bright when it comes when it comes it it comes yeah yeah but i can't help it i'm an air sign Mm. and um these things don't come naturally to me um, so we wanted to introduce a new segment today. We do. Yeah. Um, and it is called Ask Back. Back. We did not. What we didn't that? practice this. And you know no. what? I had kind of thought of a couple ideas oh, too. Okay. Let's but hear then them. we, we hit record and then we started talking. What's your ideas? Um, I want it to be like, maybe the first one could have been a roller coaster. Like Ask Back. Cute. Okay. You know? Okay. 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 And we could kind of do the wave when we did it. Like Ask Back. <laughs> <laughs> so just we'll do something that they can't even see exactly like it's just an experience um, for us i wish people could see everything we do that they can't see well like we how animated our... i am when i'm telling you everything yeah i think it would be fun to do a visual a visual podcast we keep threatening this i know and we have not it produced... would be fun though oh yeah but I, I feel like your like anxieties around even just being on the instagram we need to get a better handle on that first we do that's why we're gonna start though with um just the the charcuterie board Right, just our hands. Just our hands. And the food. Have we yeah. said that before on here? We have. Okay. Yeah. Um, For those of you who maybe haven't heard that episode, we are planning a visual episode where we chat and we eat. But yeah. the only thing you see 
is the, the charcuterie, charcuterie board. board. So you're like, ooh, is she going to pick the cheese? Ooh, is he going to grab that blackberry? Yeah, it will drive you crazy. You can hear us eating it if ASMR is your thing. Yeah, if, if you're you into have, that. Like, and if you're not, if you, you don't have, have misophobia, just GTFO. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I should be more like receptive and aware of that because it's such a thing for some people. Well, doesn't your boo have this? And it destroys his mood. (laughs) If I eat an almond. That sucks so bad. He he could be having the best day in the world. He could literally have just won the lottery and be ecstatic. And if I crunched an almond loudly, it would send him into a spiral of like almost being like in tears with frustration. It's so weird to see. I shouldn't say it's weird. It's just like, it's tragic to see someone that's so affected by something like that. Yeah. Cause it's like, yeah. Well, you can never see a movie with him. I mean, we've been to one movie together. We've been together for like over a year and we've been to one movie together. (laughs) And he's cute because he'll try to like suggest going to a movie. And you're like, no. And the plans always fall through. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, you know what? I'm not going to put myself in that situation. I have to have my popcorn. Yeah, exactly. I definitely have to have my popcorn. Mm. But ask back. Back. So Ask Back is here. Um, and it is a little um, advice. Advice. Ask, yeah. ask Brian and Krista um, for advice. And we have our first question from Guess Who? Our super fan. Our super fan. Our super fan always, um, you know, is the first to hear about these new segments we have planned. And yeah. so we really appreciate her uh, input. Yeah. Because she's been with us since day one. Since day one. Day one. One. So what does our super fan want some advice with? Okay, so our super fan says, Dear Brian and Krista. <laughs> of Did you course, just spit coffee on yourself? Of course she does. <laughs> Dear Brian and Krista. Um, I would like to hear some perspective on how to let go of... Um, or move on from a relationship. Oh, For me, it's been five months and it's something that I still struggle with every single day. And it's very much something that I wasn't prepared for. For okay. it being such an ongoing process. Fair. Fair. Interesting, right? Yeah. Was that it? That was it. That was it. That was it. Okay. So it's like short and sweet, but it's not simple. It's well, not simple. Because <clears throat> like we were kind of chatting because I was like, we want to introduce this segment. So I want to ask like, you know, have it be- come out first before we ask for more people to write in if you want to. Exactly. Um, but we love giving advice. I think we give decent advice. I think so. As advice-ologists. I think we do too. Um, but um, yeah. So, and she was kind of like, I don't know how to frame this, but um that's framed I, well. I, I feel like that's something that actually all of us can kind of relate to. It's like exactly when you break up with someone and it's like, you know, it's for the best, but then you're just kind of like left struggling and you're kind of like, when am I going to get feel better? Exactly. And those emotions can surprise you, especially when they linger. Yeah. Now I find if you look at what your Do habits you are, to... <laughs> oh, Dolores, may she rest in peace. <laughs> What's her name? Dolores? Dolores O'Riordan. Oh yeah. Gem. For some reason we lost I a felt treasure. like that wasn't her name, but. Yeah, Dolores. It was, yeah. yeah, Dolores. I only know that because I named my friends um, Wiener Dog. Oh, Dolores cute. O'Riordan. Oh, wow, that's yeah. Really even cute. though her name's really Pico, and I always ask, "How's Dolores?" And oh, then perfect. Do- the other Dolores died, so now it's kind of sad. Oh, that is sad. Yeah. So speaking of getting over past emotions, yes. this is going to tie right in. Right. Um, and actually deaths, because I was going to link that to this. So when you break up with somebody, in essence. It's basically like somebody has died. Yeah. It's really no different because there's a presence in your life that's not there anymore. Even mm-hmm. though it's a voluntary or like a decision that somebody's made, that presence is gone. Mm-hmm. And so for you to still maintain some, the feelings you're feeling now, they're, they're probably very similar to grief. Yeah. You're and, grieving a relationship. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think if you look back on like maybe what your habits have been, I don't know what your habits are or, you know, what you're doing, but I bet you there's some kind of a pattern in there. You There's something that you maybe you haven't necessarily changed or since like you guys addressed. were together. Yeah. Yeah. I read yeah. a book once called, um, it's called A Breakup Because It's Broken. 
very straightforward ah. book. Um, probably one of the best books I've ever read. And really? it says that when you break up with somebody, you treat it like they actually did die. And you're supposed to go through, I don't know if there's, I don't know anything about her breakup situation. Yeah. I do know that this book recommended a no contact rule for yeah. at least 90 days. Yeah, you're I can su- understand You're supposed that. to rearrange your furniture in your house to the point where if you get up to pee in the middle of the night, you'll hit your shit on the coffee table. Um, <laughs> anything that belongs to them, you throw it away. You don't save to give back to them at a later date. Oh my God. And you actually just revamp everything because they don't exist anymore and you need to get your mind trained like that. I feel like, okay, so... It was dramatic. It is very dramatic, but I, f- I feel like there's different kinds of breakups. That, this is also true. And like, so like I've definitely had... Pretty much, actually, I guess all of my breakups were kind of like all of my serious relationship breakups were like pretty like dramatic, pretty devastating and like pretty messy. Mm. But I do feel like there is a way to I feel like, yeah, it it just depends on what kind of the situation was. Exactly. And I think when the situation is messy like that, like. I personally went through a a really bad breakup that like I was like totally heartbroken, like totally like head over heels for this person. Yeah. And didn't want to break up. So Mm -hmm. that's hard. Yeah. And I don't know if this was something that she wanted to break up or she didn't want to break up, but it's like, you really do have to like not have contact delete. Like if you have their number, delete it. Yeah. If you have like, if you have them on Instagram, delete it, you know? Yeah. But I also think that like there is, there is, there is a point when, you can be be like like thinking fondly about that about that person. Like obviously, yeah. it's going to depend if the relationship was abusive. It's going to be a little bit more fucked up, right? Well, I, a little bit more fucked up, but also on the abusive side of things, here's the here's the funny thing about it. That can often make a, a choice that you a breakup decision black or white. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. a very clear decision. Yeah. Like often, if it's an abusive relationship, you know that the right thing to do is to go. Yeah, the worst kind of a situation in a breakup if you are dealing in this weird gray area. Yeah, where and you start like doubting not, yourself. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's true. I don't envy people in that kind of a position either because yeah. that can sometimes be more difficult. I yeah. think than maybe an abusive breakup. Yeah, and I think like if we had a little more maybe context for, but I don't know how much she, she would want to share. So like, yeah. we're just gonna go this route. We're just yeah, we're just gonna focus we're gonna go on all the routes on getting you over it. Yes, is what we're gonna focus. But I think like, yeah, just like doing things for yourself, in my opinion, like find your friends, find your people, like get back into that and use them. Even when you don't want to go out, like go out. If you, if you want to have someone over, just have them over. Like don't isolate yourself because I feel like if you just get totally in your head, you will, you will just, you'll be constantly thinking about them. Completely. Like I know for me, like, okay. And this is like, honestly the truth, like I was really devastated from a breakup that I had for a really, really long time. Like probably like nine months. It was definitely got easier over time. Yeah. But like I was just holding on to this relationship. And then like we kind of started being friends again. And then the thing that actually got me, I wasn't dating really like at all. The thing that got me over it was actually starting to date again. Okay. And realizing that like. The best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It just like like gave me like a good perspective. I think that like, I think definitely take your time. Like don't do it if you're not ready. Um, If you are still in contact, stop it. I want you to stop. Stop You stop for 60 days. No contact for 60 days. I didn't want to go too hardcore. Uh, No, you know what? Let's go hardcore. 90 days. days. You you know what? What do they say? It takes 30 days to build a habit or something. Yeah. So you need to do that times three. Times three. And and Dan Savage has a breakup rule and it's like for every year you need like at least a month or yes, something. Yes, and right? that was in that book And too. then after that you have to start getting over it. Like have, yeah. So if you were together for seven years, you need seven months you, that you're allowed to like grieve this relationship and then yeah. you have to fucking move on. And I and don't know. And sometimes it is just a choice. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is a very choice. true. Um, I would also suggest if our listener, you know, does drink, yeah, no alcohol for those ninety days. Give, yeah. Try to do that for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and hit the gym. Yeah, absolutely. You're gonna look better. You're gonna feel better about yourself yeah. from the inside out because you're healthier. Do some work on yourself. And whatever. I think that's just gonna help you with your journey. Easier yeah. said than done. But if Brian and Krista can do dry January, yeah, you can do a dry breakup. And actually, I I know for a fact that this this person is really doing is quite is doing that a lot and like actually doing amazing and doing amazing things but I know that like sometimes it's just like you know a broken heart is really hard it is a broken heart is hard and it fucking hurts and it's like sometimes it's just like this dull ache it's like you forget about it but then like especially if you're working on yourself and you start doing things for yourself you might even start to feel like old emotions like realizing how that relationship has affected you yeah because everyone you know but it's like, what, what does Kim Jenna say? Everyone's their own version of awesome and fucked up. Exactly. And sometimes people hurt us. Like sometimes people do things that are really hurtful. Mm-hmm. But it's our responsibility after a breakup especially to make sure that we recognize that and really try to heal that. Exactly. And remember that like that person, the things that they've said and that they've done, like if it's been abusive or if even if it's been amazing, if it's been amazing, appreciate those that part, those parts of that person. Yeah. If they reflect up, forgive them. Mm-hmm. You know, but like you, you don't have to be. You don't have to turn to them for when you forgive them. You don't have to tell them you forgive them. No, you as long as you've yourself. done it, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and just realize too that you know they never like made you whole. That whole yeah. concept of somebody it's completing you bullshit. is toxic, yeah. and it's actually quite dangerous. I agree. You were just fine without them. Um, they complimented you. They didn't complete you. Yeah. And often, if you're having lingering grief about this, mm-hmm. it actually means that they maybe left a hole. So you need to work on completing yourself a bit more. Yes. Which if as long as as soon as you can recognize that for yourself, once again, it's easier said than done. You can do little things for yourself to build that again. Yeah. And I, I think that I see, like, I see this a lot, especially with like straight women that like, and actually just like women in general, to be honest, but mm-hmm. like, it's like this, you're kind of fed this fantasy your whole life. And even if you don't believe it, like this fantasy about like meeting the perfect person and you're going to meet your soulmate and it's going to make everything so happy and you're going to have babies and you're going to live happily ever after. It's like, yeah, which, that, which there's nothing wrong with that necessarily what what's wrong with that though is like what's what's toxic about it it's the codependency part that comes part and parcel with that i think you can be be happy but if you have like i'm not saying that that's wrong i'm just Mm -hmm. but like i think that the way that that is fed to especially to women it's like it's extremely harmful because it gets in your head and even if you go Mm -hmm. for like further on in life and you're like oh my god fuck that and you've like debunked a bunch of shit and you're like i'm a fucking feminist and blah 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 blah. it's like you that stuff you still have grown up with these ideas yeah and so like it makes the grief of the relationships that much harder because you don't even know so you, you just have hit to the nail on the head remind yourself you know like <laughs> oh my god oh, there's your cat yeah Back, there's my cat wally is gone full walnut yeah, once again full walnut um remind yourself that like it's okay that you are feeling that way, but remind yeah. yourself that, you know, hey, uh, excuse me, brain, uh, we don't really believe in that because it's actually really toxic. And like, work on the, be your own boo. Yeah. Be your own boo. Totally. And you know it's I mean? really hard to to maintain that mind frame too, though, because like pop culture, we're, you listen to any top 40 song on the radio right now, mm-hmm. it is literally about codependency. 
Oh, I know. Heartbreak. Yeah. Like the extremes or like the highs and lows of it. Yeah. Like that is just like, it's either manic or it's not. And yeah. it is not te- teaching a healthy message. No, it's or not. It's, it's normalizing unhealthy behavior. I agree. And that's actually another, this is another good point. So for me, I'm really affected by music. When I like, if, if I'm going through a breakup where I'm sad about something, it's like, I always listen to sad music. Yeah. So give yourself the time, listen to your sad music, eat your things, like have your Drink tears, your stuff. you know, have your like lonely bath with your one candle and cry and be like, listen. Listen to fucking Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin. Oh my god, I was thinking like a Bonnie Bear or something. Oh, okay, whatever. But um, <laughs> different strokes. Different strokes for different folks. Um, but after a while, you have to decide. I'm not putting that playlist on. Oh, after you're done all of that, turn it off. You STFU, and it's yeah. Brian and Krista's 90 Day Boot Camp. Yeah. <laughs> so get your panties on. Yeah. Or your underwear. Have or a shower. Maybe you don't wear underwear. That's fine too. But Commando you're going to stand up and you're going to do this with us. Put on some jeans. And back chat is here for you. <laughs> so anytime you want to chat to us, just let us know. Yeah. And we are here for you. And yes. we will listen. And if we're going to take the time to give people advice, yeah. we're also going to take the time to sit through whatever it is with them and yeah. get progress on it. And anal- we'll analyze your dreams. We'll do whatever you need. Yeah. We will do whatever you We'll read your stars. We'll massage you. <laughs> we'll massage you and give you a bouquet after. <laughs> Have you ever had a rub down followed up with a bouquet of wildflowers? Right? Well. Yeah. By a couple of Midwest lesbians. <laughs> soon. Yeah. Soon. Soon. Maybe we won't advertise it like that. Yeah. We'll get way too many straight guys. Yeah. <laughs> who will be very disappointed. Extremely disappointed. This is true. This is true. Well, I hope that like gives a little bit of insight. I don't know. I feel like I would love to hear more about this question. So, you know, like breakups are, are kind of like a really big um, they're huge. They're a big topic, and I know they're for complex. Fact, I know for a fact this person was with the other person for a very long time. Okay, and that can be really hard. Yeah, because your identity kind of gets wrapped up in them. Totally. But I think like the most important thing is like oh, and don't get into another relationship right away. Yeah, don't use it as um Woof. a rebound. Yeah, this is not the time. No, it's not the time. Rebounds are best left for a boomerang. <laughs> what? That you throw. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't understand, but but that I was our approve. first ask back. Yeah. So if you want to ask us something, ask us anything. Ask us anything. Um, you and can we'll re- answer. You can ask us anything, and we will answer. We always answer. Yeah. Um, you can find us on where Instagram, Instagram at Backchat Podcast, or just go old school and write us at Backchat Podcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, I'm always like. If you, if you want to be anonymous, I mean, we never share people's names on here, but yeah. if you want to be, an, except for on Adventures Except for you, Juicy Hot Lope 69. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, use your, like, your, your email from when, you know, when you were younger. Like, what was your email from, like, your first email address? Oh, gosh. You know what? Actually, it's my entire name, including my initials. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm not going to go through the entire thing. Yeah, it's... It, wow, all that sep- is the most Brian thing I've ever heard. All separated by underscores. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Good for at, you. At hotmail.com. Oh, yeah. Mine was like Chrisser underscore 500. I loved how we all had to have numbers. Yeah. And like underscores. I didn't even make mine. And yeah. My, my big sister made mine and it was kind of a big fuck you, you know? I mean, it's better than like Volleyball Girl 69. I would way rather have Volleyball Girl 69. <laughs> or Juicy Hot Lip 69. Yeah, that, that would be a good one. I mean, I feel like I'm one 
to revive that. You know, you want to know what our momagers was? What? Slutty Girl 69. No. Just kidding. That was her Snapchat. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is her Snapchat. (laughs) Did we just give out her Snapchat? I think we did. Yeah. My favorite Snapchat um, person that we know, Mm. um, hers, her handle is the Dolphin Hunter. Oh, my God. (laughs) Jesus. And yeah, you're going to die when you find out who it is. I'll tell you after the show. Mouth it to me. Anyway, speaking speaking of things that start with an A. Yes. Um, it and might that be, we've already slightly mentioned. Yeah, it might be time for a little Adventures, Adventures with Alice. Alice. So what has that crazy, crazy girl been up to? Well, she is almost on her trip. To Amsterdam. Uh, to, Am- to Amsterdam. All right, okay. this, this needs to stop. I know. I'm sorry. I I'm sorry today, now. you guys. It's this new coffee cup. Um, that's the lamest excuse I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Um, what is she up to? I think this is where we're at. Okay, it's what? Monday, February twenty second, nineteen seventy one. So, almost a year ago to the day. Except yeah, we're in March, but that doesn't matter, right? Should I read a couple entries? <laughs> yes, you should. It's been a while. Okay. Well, the weekend was rather blah. Friday night, Ken, Leah, and Danny Perrin picked me up from work, and we went to Duncan's for a few beers. She has a lot of beers. Without Leslie, Joe. Oh, no, no. Oh, okay. On Saturday night, Ken, Ken, so she just said Friday night, she did that. Okay. And then on Saturday night, she jumps right to it. Doesn't even tell us how it went. No. Um, on Saturday night, Ken, Leslie, Joe, and Danny oh. and I went <laughs> went to Susan's. Oh, that's Susan. Out in Surrey for a party. Oh. It was fun. Just fun. Just fun. That was just fun. Great, just fun. I'm just glad Leslie Leslie Joe made an appearance again. I was worried. Yeah, well, you know, their friendship has been on the rocks. Mm. On Sunday, Leah and I... (laughs) She's just jumping right through the weekend. On Sunday, Leah and I rode our bikes to Chris Mantel's house. Then I met Wendy at work at 5.30. And we went out for supper. Oh, Ah. supper. We then went to the show Soldier Blue. It was good, but gory. Oh, interesting. We'll I kind of want to look that up. 1971, Soldier Blue. You should look it up right now. I will. Um, after that, we went to her house and helped Kathy write invitations to her wedding. Oh, that's right. Kathy's getting Kathy's married. Kathy's getting married, And my she's God. pregnant, too. She is pregnant. And what else? She's not ready. No, she's yeah. not ready. She's not ready. I, I mean, I agree. Oh, Kathy, Kathy, we hope you're happy. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we said last, last time. Um, to her wedding. Tonight, I went to a shower for Charlotte's baby. That's oh. all for now, folks. Um, just FYI, Soldier Blue is a 1970 American revisionist Western film oh. directed by Ralph Nelson, starring Candace Bergen, oh. Murphy Brown, oh, okay. Peter Strauss, and Donald Pleasance. What's it um, about? It's inspired by events of the 1864 Sand Creek Massacre in What's the Colorado that? Territory. Oh, no. Um... Is this like like a intended to utilize the narrative surrounding the Sand Creek Massacre as an allegory for the contemporary Vietnam War? This is a deep, like, social historical piece. What was it? What was the massacre? Um, I don't know. Oh no, I don't know. I wonder. Um, something. Yeah. Oh, you know what happened in 1877? A young woman. Cresta Lee what? and young U.S. private um, Onus Gant are joined together by fate when they're the only two survivors after their group was massacred by the Cheyenne. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that means. Um, that's an indigenous group in the United States. Oh, cool. Yeah, so this is based <laughs> like, around oh, that. Oh, cool, massacre. Um, and Gant is devoted to his country and duty. Um, Lee, who has lived with the Cheyenne for two years, is scornful of Gant and declares that in this conflict she sympathizes with the Cheyenne. Oh, interesting. interesting. Yeah. Oh, I'll have to watch it. Mm-hmm. Give it a watch. I mean, it sounds like it's worth it. 
Seems, seems like it. Mm-hmm. Although I'm not really a big gore fan. To yeah, be 1970 gore. Would mm, that be? I don't know. I mean, it would just look like ketchup water these days. <laughs> true, true, true. Yeah, that although is true. they were pretty messed up too. I feel like they were more like it was just like more like ugh, it was a long time ago. It was. This is like what 50 years ago. I mean, 48. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that would be 50. 50. 50 49. Would be 50. 49. 49. If it's a 49. Day. <laughs> If it's a day, if it's a day. And I don't know, sometimes you like go back and you watch stuff like that and it just like makes you mad, you know? Completely. And I feel like considering the content of this movie, we would probably both be fuming. Yeah. (laughs) 100%. Um, Should we read another one? Yes, please. Okay. Okay. Friday, February 26th. Um, My it, my it, oh, my, it has been a while since I wrote last. I was like, my it, nothing earth shattering has happened. Okay. Doesn't sound like it. Um, did sweet piss all, all week. Okay. Okay. <laughs> She's in a mood. Today, it started snowing again, four inches and still coming down. Uh-huh. Join the club, Alice. Join the club. <laughs> nice to see the weather hasn't shifted too, too much. No. Last night, Leslie Joe. oh, there she goes. Leslie Joe and I went and saw Little Big Man. Oh. Oh, I wonder what that's about. And met Wendy after work. Del- Dolman? Delman was also there. Okay. Then we all went for a couple of beer. More beer. More beer. They love beer. Tonight, with the beer. <laughs> tonight I work till nine. That's all. I'm having a shower for Kathy March 3rd. Oh. Well, she's all, I wonder what kind of body all... wash. <laughs> this is, it might as well just be my gay agenda. They didn't have all body wash in 1970. It would have been bar soap. Oh, really? I don't think they would have had shower gel. No? I don't think sure? so. Yeah, I think shower gel's new, isn't it? I don't know. Like maybe they had bubble bath, but I think everyone just had a bar of soap. Probably, probably. Mm-hmm. Irish Spring or something gross Yeah, like that. that's exactly what I was thinking. You know, Irish Spring makes body wash now. And I don't use body it wash. It has the little, it has like a little symbol on it that says like it's good for 24 hours. What? Like whatever kind of what chemical. That, mean? that means the scent lasts on your body Ew. for 24 hours. Paraben City. Like, isn't that crazy? That's gross. Yeah. You and, guys don't use body washes. It's so gross. Perfumey is bad for you. Mm, well, it could be anything. Fragrance, quote unquote, yeah. literally could be anything. I use like, just like the Dr. Bronner's babies, baby shit, baby stuff. And oh, I use it, good. I put it in my hair, I put it on my body. Um, I hear Watkins. Just Castile. Watkins makes soap. really good soap too. Oh, really? Do you yeah. Think? Okay. That's like paraben free. I hate like blah, blah, blah. the old spice, like <laughs> oh. whatever, Irish Spring. Yeah. Like Axe. Oh my God. If someone walks by me smelling like Axe, I will barf on your shoes. It's so funny. Hey, yeah. it has such a smell. Oh, it's worse. Yeah. I can't yeah. believe it's owned by like the same company as Dove. I know, and like their, you know? their marketing campaigns, it's like, Dove, like, oh my God, we love women. It's done by the Empowering. Both Nancy marketing Plus campaigns Blitz. are done by the same team. Yeah, it's like, oh my God. That just means they're good at what they do, though. Marketing is just manipulation. Yeah. Oh, 100%. It's so true. I know. Yeah. I'm always like, fuck you, to like the Dove commercials. And it's like, bodies are beautiful Real at every beauty. size. Yeah, shut up, Dove. <laughs> just like a bunch of supermodels. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Krista. Is that a wrap? I think that's a wrap on this week's episode of Back Chat. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that, but it was exciting. If you want to find Krista on Instagram, she's always creeping around at Carminal, K-A-R-M-I-N-A-L. And if you want to find Brian creeping around, you can find him at Helix, B-R-Y-H-E-L-I-X. Or... Or what? Find us on our Back Chat Instagram, which we're both on. Yeah. All the time. 24-7. Communicating. <laughs> yeah, we like to talk. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk, doll. <laughs> yeah. 
We need to stop. I can't. Yeah, we need to stop this episode. Um, Where can they find it? At Backchat Podcast. Perfect. Or you know. write us in, drop us a line at backchatpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we'll so, analyze your dreams. You can ask for advice. We'll you can read ask your for, stars. Yeah, we'll read your stars. What yeah, else? we'll tell you about what stars mean in your dream. Yeah. If you want advice about it. Or just tell us how much you hated, um, you know, our in the stars ter- interpretation of all the car car things yeah or how much you loved it yeah you know i mean more lists are coming at you either way so. yeah. yeah we're still gonna make them if you don't like it you'll learn yeah and in the meantime i'm brian i'm krista and, and together, together we're back chat, chat.